Hello and welcome to episode 14 of No Other Crack Pod. Hi. So this week we actually have a ton of crack, so we're going to get stuck right into the TV guide. So Trish, take it away. (laughs) (laughs) TV, well, I was going to mention the Emmys first, Mm -hmm. because I bet you're very smug now. About the Emmys. Yeah. Well, I'm actually waiting for you to enlighten me because I have some awareness of who won what, but not an awful lot. Succession oh, had yeah. been the most nominated. You'd mm. mentioned that. That's on Apple TV. No, Succession's not. It's oh, on no. Now TV. Oh, it's on Now sorry, TV. Sorry, I'm so used to saying <laughs> Apple TV. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> um, so that was most nominated, but that had three wins. Ted Lasso had four wins. Ted Lasso, why? They were the most wins of the night, I think. Oh, no bloody wonder. Yeah. Um, Take that, Olivia Wilde. Uh, yeah <laughs> God she's having her own drama at the minute But mm. Zendaya then She won for Euphoria She's won now She's the youngest to win twice Oh no way Ever, yeah. Zendaya she seems so cool Yeah she does seem cool I never watched that Euphoria though No me neither No but I may I may get into it mm. at some stage And then Lizzo Is halfway to an EGOT now Is she? Yeah She won I didn't even realise So it was Best competition program. So she had a show called Lizzo's Watch Out for the Big Girls. Right, never heard of it either. Yeah, but she won. Yeah, she won the Emmy first. So she has three Grammys and an Emmy. Wow. Go Lizzo. Go Lizzo. Quite Lotus one as well. But had you mentioned that before? Oh yes, that was the one with. Oh gosh, we can never remember her name, even though she's an icon. Oh, not even is that where they go away to a. Yeah, to a resort. Yeah. Like an elite resort in Hawaii. Yes. Yeah, that's on Now TV and that is amazing. So I was happy yeah. to see it get a few wins. Yeah, so that was all at the Emmys. Mm-hmm. Um, I just seen then, had you watched Emily in Paris? Yeah. So I seen, I loved Emily in Paris. Yeah. Season pretty- three, they're recording it, but they're hoping that it might be at the end of this year or the early next year. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. Um, I just loved it. The fashion was a bit mental at times, mm. though. Yeah, like um, Emily's fashion was so OTT because yeah. I suppose she's trying but to portray get away with it. a really like basic, um, kind of basic American girl in Paris type thing. She yeah. she rocks. She was it. very cliche in some of the outfits. Yeah, and then her friend—I can't remember her sort of frenemy had really cool style, and her boss's style was just epic. Oh yeah, amazing. Love that show. Um, so yeah, I'm excited about that coming back. Mm. Um. You had mentioned Always Be My Maybe. Oh, yes. Did you watch it? Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. <laughs> it's class, isn't it? So, to Always Be My Maybe. Always Be My Maybe, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is on Netflix. But anyone now that has watched it and got back to me has loved it. But oh, the cameo blew me away. <laughs> How good was that? Oh, it was like I was not expecting. Mm. I don't know what who was expecting. So, there's a famous actor does a cameo. Mm-hmm. But, oh, it was brilliant and so there's a whole good. scene in a restaurant this pretentious restaurant mm-hmm. where they're like eating with headphones at one stage and then they're it's just hilarious so that's on netflix watch yeah. it definitely watch it so good um then along with that i actually done a lot of tv a, guiding a good watching um i'd watched this was actually last week i watched it there's a new film on netflix it's called i came by Mm-hmm. Did you hear of it? No. Just so it it's that Hugh Bonneville, you know, that was in Downton Abbey. See, I haven't watched Downton Abbey. Mum has, and I'm, I really must. But yeah. 
But do you know Hugh Bonifay? He's like the main guy in Downton. Probably know him to say. I his character was called. But basically he's in it. It's about this graffiti artist that... It's a thriller. Thriller mystery. And it started out really good. I was like, oh, this is... Sounds great. So it's a graffiti artist that goes around breaking into these kind of high class people's houses and doing graffiti on the wall and kind of it's like a whole kind of there's a lot of underlying themes with like class and race and whatnot. Hmm. But the graffiti artist discovers a secret to do with Hugh Bonneville's Bonneville's character. Mm -hmm. And basically you're kind of following up, you're trying to figure out then what's the secret. But yeah, it, it starts off great. And then it kind of just goes a bit mental. And it's As in there's a lot going on. I came by. I came by. <clears throat> um, on Netflix, you say? It's on it? Netflix. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I would give it a five out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. I don't, I'm just mentioning it because I watched it. But yeah. It's. Yeah. So you wouldn't really recommend it? I w- no. But mm. we're in the TV guide, not necessarily the recommendations. Yeah, that's true. Like, it's, yeah. it's good to watch stuff too and like it's just see what the crack is. On Rotten Tomatoes. Well, but I kind of, <clears throat> I just wanted to watch it because he was in it. Mm. But his character is very eerie. Yeah, so you can't picture and him now. You must creepy. look him up afterwards. So if you don't like creepy movies, maybe don't watch this. I don't. You probably would be afraid of being Darren in the house. forces me to watch them anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you probably won't be a bit frightened in the house by yourself oh, after really? watching it. So maybe don't watch it. <laughs> no, I won't. Because <laughs> I was frightened last night, actually. I heard it sounded like a woman wailing outside, and then I realized oh, it was cats. <laughs> Did you ever hear a fox cry? No. <laughs> An urban fox cry. That sounds like, uh, I've that heard sounds like a woman crying. Like, yeah. Because it happened to me when I was working in Dublin. We were in. At work and it sounded like it had been reported had been reported to the guards and everything. But it was a fox crying. Oh my god, you have heard this before. Very that upset. It sounds so like a human. Yeah. Hmm. Scary. Anyway, enough for crying animals. <laughs> <laughs> so to finish off then on the TV guide, I don't know how I held this in all week, Marie. Oh my god, you got Apple TV. I got Apple TV. <laughs> oh my god, congratulations. <laughs> I got in. <laughs> There's a loop. There's a hole in the matrix. <laughs> oh my God. And have you watched anything yet? So I just really persevered because of Bad Sisters. I was like, I have to, I have to watch it. Because mm-hmm. so many people have been messing me saying they listen to the podcast. They started watching it. I was like, I need to, I need mm-hmm. to get in. So I had gone, before I tried to download the app on my phone mm-hmm. and it didn't work. But I'd gone in through Chrome and then I was going through it and it was like, oh, hello. So I signed up to a week free subscription but it's through Chrome. So I can get it on my phone through Chrome. But I have to mirror it onto the TV. But I, I persevered. I don't care. I am proud of the perseverance. <laughs> Thank That's you. Amazing. Perseverance. Oh, Maybe I could have an Apple TV show called Perseverance. <laughs> Instead of severance. <laughs> um, so I've watched one episode of Bad Sisters. Oh, excellent. Just because I didn't have it. Like, God, it's so good. Isn't it? So I really want to like sit down now and even them off and just... Yeah, binge a bit more. F- there's five at the minute, isn't there? Is it four or five? Yeah, maybe. F- five. Oh, maybe it is five. They're all brilliant anyway. And then when I started watching it, you were saying uh, Brendan Gleeson's son, Breen, mm-hmm. was in it. 
who was in Love Hate. But yeah. Fran from Love Hate is also in it. Yeah. I didn't try. God, he looks that great. That was first. Yeah, he does. He's. I've got a bone to pick with you, <laughs> Nidgey. <laughs> Me Nidge Weasel. Yeah. Like, he does. He, I hardly. I was like, is that Fran? Oh, it is Fran. Of he looks course, great. Of course, I, like, he looks great with like IMDb a, a snooker cue near him. I was kind of cute in Love Hate too. Oh, I did. I fancied him. In, yeah, I did fancy him in Love Hate. <laughs> Darn and, face. Oh, Fran. Fran was nice. <laughs> and yeah. Um, yeah, he's in it. <laughs> what was the phrase Tommy used to say in Love Hate? Fizzy, I have a fizzy, fizzy orange. Fizzy orange. <laughs> when he was shook. <laughs> we all need a fizzy orange when we're shook. I could do with a fizzy orange with you. <laughs> so, yeah, that's Apple TV. Yes, I'm going to be. You're in. I'm in. <laughs> You'll be it. Ted Lasso in no time. <laughs> I know. And, like, yeah, I will probably give Ted Lasso a go. Mm-hmm. Just because I've been influenced now by him winning so many mm. Emmys. Well, on the flip side, on, we've kind of swapped roles this week because I've barely <gasps> watched TV this week. And now you won't even be annoyed at me because the only thing I did watch is on Apple TV. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and we've been watching this show called Five Days at Memorial. And it's like a six part series on Apple TV. And it's like um, a dramatization based on a true story of how a hospital, Memorial Hospital, was affected by Hurricane Katrina. So how they had done no prep at all for a hurricane or a disaster of that sort. And it was flooded and they had real struggle evacuating it and everything. And um. Darren keeps like pronouncing that actress's name, who's the lead actress in it. But he, her name's Vera Farmiga. Oh, she was in um, The Departed. No, that's not what I was going to say. What was that show? Alfred Hitchcock's uh, Bates Motel. Oh, okay. No, yeah. I haven't seen that. But she's really good. She's like the. Is she a doctor? And a she doctor was in The Conjuring as well, wasn't she? Yeah, possibly. It's years since yeah. I've seen that. So, um, yeah, it kind of focuses a little bit on her and different, like, you know, members of staff. So the doctors and the nurses all had different ideas of how they wanted the care plans to go and the evacuations to go. Mm-hmm. Like, things take a real sinister turn as time goes on as well when they're trying to figure out who to prioritize to get mm. out of there in time. Like, you know... The, the power goes out there, there's no food left there's no water like things get really desperate and scary I wouldn't even have thought on that like on how yeah. a hospital would be affected by a natural disaster like that like it's heavy enough going I suppose because it's a dramatization you kind of have a wee bit of separation yeah. but then you start to realize that it did actually happen so it's heavy but it's really really good, good. yeah interesting I think we there's we had watched about four or five i think like every night that we got a chance and then we went to watch the sixth or the fifth whatever it is and it's not out yet so i'd say by the end of this week it'll all be available to watch so it's called five Five days Days at memorial um and yeah it's definitely worth a watch like it's not it's it's grim obviously Mm -hmm. but it's interesting yeah that's really all i've watched really consider yeah yeah i haven't watched much more so, on the old telly. So, www. 
<laughs> on the World Wide Web. On the I have. Okay. So I'm slightly cheating here. It's still on the World Wide Web. Mm. But I had heard about this. I was at a wedding <laughs> on Friday. So this was like half one in the morning smoking area chat mm-hmm. that I'd heard about this guy. Um, so do you ever hear of Dimash Kudaibigan? No. <laughs> so Dimash Kudaibigan. Now, I may not be pronouncing that perfectly. Mm. <laughs> so this guy is apparently one of the best, if not the best, singer in the world. Right. So he's from Kazakhstan. He's 28. And he's a singer, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist. He was trained in classical and contemporary, but he's known for his vast, wide vocal range. So Hmm. somebody started playing this out in the smoke, right? So I was like, geez, I need to listen to this tomorrow. Took note. And there's one song, so it's like S.O.S. So when you start listening to it, you actually think it's a man and a woman. Mm. Both singing because he goes so low and so high. Mental. Flip. Yeah. We'll need to like write his name down in the show notes and on Instagram. Dimash Kudaibigan. Because I wouldn't even want to begin to spell that. Yeah. But if you Google D-I-M-A-S-H, Dimash, he should come up. Dimash. Yeah. Hmm. God, I can't wait to hear him. Yeah. Dimash potato. Dimash potato. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I was a bit mind blown at that. Mm. He's just. I heard a dog barking outside and I got distracted there. No, that's Dimash. That's how how vast the vocal range is. (laughs) That's how versatile he is. He can mimic a dog in the distance. (laughs) Wow. A dog 30 mile away. <laughs> yeah. Well, so YouTube him then. Any yeah. any other stuff on the internet? That was all on the World Wide Web. Okay, well, I started following a TikTok account, and the username is only slagging, like just only, and then S L A G G A N, and it's a man in Northern Ireland, and he has a million followers. And Darren, you would love this account. Actually, he is a stake enthusiast mm. and he's all these class like you know the big green egg and cool barbecues and all outside and he like mallets the steaks and like marinades them and does all these like guinness marinades and stuff and makes like class potatoes and everything Demash i'm kind of drooling now but like some of his videos have like 41 million views so he doesn't like review sticks he just strictly he's just makes making them. he's like he batters them and uh, cooks them Jesus. up and like he chats a wee bit he's from uh, probably somewhere in and around belfast like really down to earth cool man and he's just mad about steaks and his account is just popping <laughs> he should have been called man about steak Man about steak. Well, only slagging's kind of good, but um, he also <laughs> makes like steak sandwiches. I don't know. Does he sell barbecues or something? Because he has a like a wild collection of barbecues altogether. So I'd love Barbecue to know what enthusiast. his actual career is. I'll fact check that. So maybe he's just an enthusiast. But because I follow him on LinkedIn as well, so I'm like, uh, he must oh. obviously have a profession or brand that yeah. he's maybe like subtly promoting too but um his videos are very well edited entertaining so yeah it's only slagging on tiktok 
He's utilizing the TikTok. Yeah. And he, oh, I saw one today of a steak sandwich and I was just salivating like, really? oh my goodness. Um, and then the other, the other quick World Wide Web thing I noticed, I was like, I had to laugh at this. So <laughs> we've mentioned this brand before, Pretty Little Thing, like PLT.com, the fast yes. fashion brand. They had <laughs> a, a, a queen edit this week of like... Clothes inspired by the Queen's death. <laughs> I need to see. And it have... was all like camouflage dresses and like padded gilets and stuff. Oh my! And like God. loads of khaki and like riding boots and everything. <laughs> I just thought fair play to them How for many like more the edits. Did they have like ready to go? Because <laughs> the edit was just ready to rock. Like, just hit the button. <laughs> it was obviously unpublished for ages, and somebody yeah. sat and curated. Like, what says Queen? Oh, I know this nylon bodycon camouflage oh. dress. Stop it. Nothing says R.I.P. Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> like, a uh, green gelée it was just so bizarre. That is, Jesus fast fashion they really cash in on anything like yeah they do but like, anyway you know, the marketing side of my brain was like yeah kudos and then the other part of it's like it's a little bit disrespectful <laughs> but like who who would buy that like oh you'd well, be surprised we'll look up the hashtags on instagram yeah hashtag okay. queen edit <laughs> there's probably influencers I like know. promoting it um, so yeah, no, I think that. Oh, sorry, just an honourable mention for like you know, I can't really describe this. <laughs> you have to just go and watch it, or I'll share it. But it's a fella on TikTok called Watson D Hirschfield. Um, I don't know what nationality he is, but he's so funny. He reacts to every, like loads of things on TikTok and does those like duets, and he reacts to Bewitched. Um, <laughs> What do you call the song now? C'est la vie. C'est la vie. He reacts to the C'est la vie video. Some people say I look like me dad. Yeah, and he takes off the accent brilliantly. <laughs> like. <laughs> he's rolling around in like a denim jacket and jeans <laughs> and loving life. It's so funny. Um, so that is my World Wide Web experience this week. Very good. So recommendations? Mm. I... Have you ever heard of the Lifeline tablets? Yes, I I have. <laughs> so like when they but came out. I think out, the same person may, we may know the same person who's recommended these. Yes. Or, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I had tried them years ago and I thought this is just. So basically Lifeline tablets. They're like two tablets loaded with vitamins. You take them when you're having your first drink if you're going for a heavy night out. And then apparently, apparently this prevents the hangover. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I tried them like, I mean, years ago, maybe like eight, nine years ago. Mm-hmm. And I didn't reckon much of them. <laughs> so then, and I only tried them once and I was like, that's a load of shite like. So then had been recommended to try them again. I heard good reviews and went into Boots and Leisure Kenny and I asked the woman behind the counter because I couldn't find them. And she was like, geez, these must be taken off again because you're the third person this week. To ask for these. So I was like, right. She's like, you get a packet, a two, or you can get a big packet. I was like, I'll get a big packet now. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, really gonna, I'm really going to test the theory. So we were at a wedding then on Friday. So there was five of us in total took the, the Lifeline tablets. And yeah. 
Seem to do the trick. Right. I don't know, was it placebo? I don't think, no, is there any actual, like, medical <laughs> journals on these lifeline tablets? Well, probably the electrolytes but are bound to help. I don't know, is there electrolytes in it? Like, oh. people were saying then, there's a lot of things saying, like, oh, diorolite before you go to bed, drink water while you're, like, the only way to fully prevent a hangover <laughs> is probably drink less. Mm. But, took the, eh. Sure, that's not. But cool. I'm laughing because I'm to myself thinking when you took them like nine years ago, <laughs> you were probably. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> it was probably a more heavy duty night than the lifelines could even hack. Yeah. So <laughs> maybe current you was like drinking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> slightly more manageable. That could amount. be it, like I don't know. Well, whether whether it be a placebo effect or not, it worked. It worked. Well, Jesus, and the, the majority had good effect from them. So. Well, I must try them because I'm a three totaler. Like I can only have three drinks in a night out. And even at that, I'll still be ill. Yeah. I'll still be ill the next day. Yeah. Now I found them, like I was not hungover at all on Saturday. Mm, so. Lifeline. Available at all pharmacies. <laughs> like I don't know. Like, we I do don't not know recommend. what it is. Drink, the... Please drink responsibly. Yeah. <laughs> whether you take one or not. <laughs> <laughs> You're not invincible, kids. <laughs> um. But like they're worth the try, mm-hmm. you know. But I I'm just sure found it, you no harm. I found it strange that like we all were in great form the next day, and that's like you know to wait and you're out earlier and you're mm-hmm. supping during the day, and you've, I know you've your dinner and whatnot. But yeah, so I have another wedding this weekend, and I might try them again just yeah. to really test just it. To say I'll probably be posted. dying now on Sunday. <laughs> 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 oh my god I'm picturing them like the Limitless you know the movie with Bradley Cooper where yeah. he takes the Limitless and then he's like so productive I'm imagining you running around the wedding like you know mingling like a pro <laughs> and just taking shots and <laughs> I'm invincible <laughs> oh that's a good recommendation so yeah that oh well can kind of another recommendation then leading off the back of the lifeline when we were in such good form on Saturday I had never been to fan at Lighthouse Mother of mercy. I know, I know. Now, Dar- Darren Carr sighing in the corner. Sorry, Darren. Now, there's, like, I'd been there during lockdown, but sure, everything was closed up and they wouldn't let me in. So, oh. eventually went, it was the really good weather last Saturday. So, went over and went in, went up the little spiral staircase. But I didn't realise this is a whole, like, initiative. The Great Lighthouses of Ireland. Mm. That, like... Maybe you want, do you want to take the mic down? <laughs> <laughs> but like, so it's a whole initiative, like for people to be able to stay in lighthouses mm. around the country. So I think there's 17 lighthouses that they've kind of opened up visiting mm-hmm. and you can stay in. But I was looking up then and if anyone can give me the definitive answer, how many lighthouses are in Ireland? Because I've got a couple of, now I did... No, I did look at them earlier. Apparently there's 120. 120? God. And I was kind of... Now, this is what Google says. Possibly, because there's probably Like, kind of derelict ones and... Yeah. Because there's one on Torrey. There's one on Ironmore. Is there one on Torrey? Oh, yeah. Because when I lived in Dewey, you, you'd... Um, I could see it flat, like, blinking Did we see all it night. when we were on Torrey? I did. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Didn't have the lifeline that night. Oh, jeez. I don't know why we would have needed. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's the crack with lighthouses. Wow, okay. Um, yeah. I've always wanted to stay in that Clare Island lighthouse. It's on my bucket list. Really? Looks class. 
Oh, that's what I was thinking then. You know that Francis Bourgeois? Mm-hmm. Love that, him. Like, is the train enthusiast in England. Mm-hmm. Like, some Irish person should become like a lighthouse enthusiast and set up a TikTok account. Oh, yeah, and have their fish island. Okay, I'm letting it out there. I'm not going <laughs> to patent that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody should. Come on, where's the Fran- Francis Bourgeois of, of Irish Ireland. lighthouses? Yeah. He got sponsored by like Gucci, Gucci and everything. Yeah. He's Boy, so done good. Yeah. So that's all the crack there. Well, my recommendations are both food this week. So yum, yum, (laughs) yummy. Top tier snacky snacks. Yes. Well, would you call them snacks? Yeah. So one is like I'm supposed to eat um, like have a gluten free diet. Mm -hmm. And I used to be quite good about this. And then when I was pregnant, I was so sick that when I eventually could eat, all I wanted was glutinous things. So I just started eating gluten again. And then lately, I just said... Gluten um, gremlin. Yeah, a couple of years later now, I'm like, no, I need to cop on and get back to being gluten-free again. And I just wanted, really, really wanted a restaurante pizza one evening. I was like, oh, oh. So I was like I'm just going to eat one. I was like, feck it anyway. I want it. I don't care. But there's gluten-free ones. And there is the nicest gluten-free mozzarella restaurante pizza. And you wouldn't even think it was gluten-free. It's so tasty. Restaurante pizzas are unreal. And this gluten-free one was the same. Melt in the mouth. So light. Lovely. Um, I teamed it with this garlic and herb dip from Aldi that came in like a wee pouch that looked like the Domino's ones was like a big version of that so this was a lovely wee gluten free fake away highly recommend for anyone who is gluten intolerant or celiac you get them in Tesco anyway the restaurante gluten free ones it seems like it's only that kind of mozzarella one that's available so far toppings wise but they're so nice and then my second recommendation is um, I got a uh, katsu chicken curry salad in Marks and Spencer. Katsu. Oh, oh my god. god. We're uh, mad for a bit of katsu curry. <laughs> we love katsu. It's lovely. And like now, in fairness, like Marks and Spencer's, it was a wee bit dear for what you were getting in terms of chicken. Yeah. There wasn't that much chicken. So it was kind of like breaded chicken sliced and cold, obviously. And then like loads of lovely sticky rice. It really reminded me of the um, Wagamama's katsu chicken curry, mm. but like cold. And then it had spinach and like pickle, uh, pickled ginger. Oh. And then it had a wee pot with cold katsu curry. I was like, I want to try this and see. Oh, it was divine. Lovely. I'll be back. And there was only one left that day. So I'd say they're a good seller. Um, so yeah, that's my two recommendations. Marks and Spencer katsu chicken curry salad bowl and restaurante gluten-free mozzarella pizza and garlic and herb dip out of Aldi. Beautiful. Yeah. A stark contrast to my Lifeline tablets and the Fanid Lighthouse. <laughs> well, you could eat these the next day as well to see if they help. Especially the pizza would be nice. Mm, delicious. Mm-hmm. Biz chat. So yeah, biz chat. Have you so a biz chat? I had, have about? you heard of Hills Menswear? Hills. Hills Menswear. Darren, I should be asking you. (laughs) So Hills Menswear is a sustainable Irish menswear brand Mm -hmm. born in the hills of Donegal. So it's based in Bally Buffet. Yeah. What? So it's like there's kind of T-shirts, shirts. shirts. So it's certified organic cotton pieces. 
and next day delivery. Oh and my god! Yeah, hills, hills. That's Men's class. Wear. I have mm-hmm. not heard of that at all. Yeah, and so their logo, <laughs> their logo sent me down this whole other rabbit hole that. I <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'll give you details. So their logo is a liar harp. A liar harp? Yeah. Do, so have do you tell. seen these liar harps? They're no. kind of, I don't know how I'm going to describe this now <laughs> without drawing a picture. So they're kind of like an old style looking harp. Mm-hmm. So then, something that would have been on a coin. Yeah. No, that was your standard harp. Oh, that would have okay. <laughs> Oh, sorry. So I don't know my harps. The liar harp is like... I don't uh, know my harps. <laughs> um, the liar harp is kind of like small. Well, I'm, I'm not going to describe it very well. We'll just share a picture. <laughs> but then when I had Googled what a liar harp actually sounds like, whatever, I went down this whole rabbit hole then on YouTube. Mm. And I ended up listening to like the theme tune of Pirates of the Caribbean played in a liar harp. Oh my gosh. Beautiful, beautiful. I never even heard of a, a liar. I didn't know there were variations of harp. Are you looking at a liar harp? No, you're looking at the... Jaren's looking at Hill's uh, menswear. Oh. Yeah. Do you like the look of it, Jaren? Yeah. Oh, yeah. he does. Hill's. All right, well... Oh, yeah. Jaren's like p- purchasing nearly as we speak. Hill's menswear. It's not the right one. You're on the wrong hills. Wrong You're on the Beverly Hills. <laughs> hills menswear. Is that not it? No. That's not a liar harp. That's a mountain. They're okay, we've, we've got some confusion over the hills menswear in the corner. I don't know what to do. I'm sure we'll rectify it in time. <laughs> Darren, if you like the look of the hoodie, you can buy it, even if it's not the right brand. Like. Okay. <laughs> Treat yourself. So, yeah, Hills Menswear. Thought it was very good. Next yeah, day, I love to hear about any Donegal. Um, yeah, clothing. So they're based yeah, in Bally Buffet. Cool, because there's or, another really good brand um, in Bally Buffet as well. Bally Clothing. They do sportswear. Is Bally Clothing in Bally Buffet? Yeah. Well, I never knew that. Yeah, they're from the O'Reilly Sport family. You know, O'Reilly's. They yes. do all the, they do lots of like Why, is O'Reilly's in Malibu? Uniform. Yeah, yeah, Martin O'Reilly's, I'm... the founder and his brother are from Balbuffet. Well, no. Mm-hmm. Ballybuffet. That's where it's at. I'm telling you. Ah. Or I have a friend actually that says Ballybuffet. Ballybuffet. <laughs> <laughs> we have friends that say Ballamuffet. <laughs> oh, God. Um, You're on the right hills now, are you, Darren? <laughs> we'll all we'll let you know what Darren purchased in the end. <laughs> we'll share an affiliate link on the pod. Um, and just another thing then in BizChat that I seen was there's a record cassette and CD fair coming to Letterkenny. I just thought it was quite quirky. Fair, yeah, fair. It's coming to the Letterkenny Community Centre on twenty fifth oh of September. Class. So, yeah, whatever about records, but like, do people still play cassettes? <sighs> Maybe people with vintage cars or something. Oh, maybe. <laughs> it's a niche market for sure, but yeah, I suppose everything's and gone so fair. retro that people might. Do you remember the first single you bought? First CD single? No, I know my first ever CD. I think we talked about this before. Was the Cores? Oh yeah, but like I don't know now what my first single would have been. That was an album. Oh, that was an album. Yeah, I remember the first time I bought. I bought three singles. 
Mm. <laughs> when I when I went to from Hotshot Records in Balna, and <laughs> so it was Destiny's Child, Bootylicious. Oh, what a tune! <laughs> Robbie Williams, Eternity. Tune. <laughs> and Jerry Halliwell, Scream if you want to go faster. <laughs> I'm not as enamored with that one, but <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, like so that was there, and I just played played them on repeat. Amazing, yeah. So. There was nothing as exciting as getting a wee single because they were quite cheap. Oh yeah, you know, so fragile. Yeah, and you'd have the your single. lyrics, you yeah. know, inside the sleeve. Yeah, I loved having lyrics to sing along, <laughs> much to my poor <laughs> parents' annoyance. <laughs> So, yeah, so that's a record cassette and CD fair on the 25th of September in Letterkenny. Oh, but this is in the community centre. I think center. it goes around Ireland, like. There's probably a Facebook page. If we find yeah. a page associated with it, we'll share it. That's yes. really cool. So okay, so my biz chat this week, you've probably read this in the news, but you know that brand Patagonia? No. Have you heard of this brand, Patagonia, Darren? What's Patagonia? So Patagonia, you actually love the tops. Now they're pricey as hell, but um, they're like, you know, those sort of, I'm wearing now a fleece, but you know the ones that are like a little bit more fleece and they're like quite 90s Less. looking? Yes. And they have a little logo that's almost oh, like, like hills. The, yeah. They're really like, you'd see the likes of, say, Ross Purcell and people like that wearing them. Oh, yeah. Um, For hill, they're made for rock climbing originally. And they've become really popular because it's a sustainable brand. And they're pa- huge all, all across the world, like Patagonia. Okay. Um, actually, and styled by Saab, the shop in Letterkenny, she would have a selection of them as well Ooh. because they're made to last. Apparently, if you buy a Patagonia fleece, you have it for life. I love and that. And you can bring it into a Patagonia store and have it patched up. <gasps> like, and if, say, if you even have it like four years and it frays, they'll oh return it or fix God. it. Yes. So the billionaire founder of Patagonia, Yvonne Chonard, he, billionaire. He gave away three billion dollars to, to fight climate change. Uh, the entire fortune has been signed over to a fund to Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> <laughs> no, to to an actual like yeah. you know grassroots yeah, yeah, yeah. on the ground fund that's set up to fight three climate change. Billion. Yeah, because he was a reluctant billionaire. He just loved rock climbing and he decided he wanted to make Isn't a really hard wearing brand like of kind of tops and things that, you know, that you didn't have to keep if they ripped or whatever, they were easy patched up. And the aesthetic <laughs> appealed to a lot of kind of, I want to say hipstery, yuppie-ish people, but they are cool. So I'm he has said I love that... Them. <laughs> I know I want one like and they're going to make so much more money now to put toward climate activism as well after this. So he founded Patagonia in 1973 and he's given away his entire company in terms of profit to a charitable trust. And there's no like no cynicism attached at all. He doesn't get a tax break for this. He was a reluctant billionaire in the first place. He doesn't want it. He's a big age, is he? He's like, yeah, well, I mean, yeah. Is he married? (laughs) No, I know, just... but the Wayans will get nothing, like. <laughs> That's um, not why I was asking. <laughs> <laughs> so he said, any profit not reinvested in running the business will go to fighting climate change. The label has amassed a cult following due to sustainability moves like guaranteeing its clothes for life and offering reasonably priced repairs. 
Um, it became really, really big years ago when they took out an ad in the New York Times with an image of one of their tops and it said, do not buy this shirt. Aww. And it described about like what goes into making a top like the costs to the environment for producing just one top and like just said like so don't even buy this top unless you're really serious about wearing it for life we don't even want you to buy it and then everyone loved this approach and the company just thrived so i thought it was just fascinating today that he just said no you are really really selling these yeah i know i want they're actually so cool looking i want one darren if you're looking for any ideas for christmas (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right enough make sure now you don't get the same colour as me <laughs> <laughs> oh that'd be kind of cute <laughs> tag team oh why do I sense a new uh, thumbnail for the pod <laughs> oh my god yes so yeah that was my biz chat I just I was loving reading all the stories about that news today that is pretty funky mm-hmm. pretty, um, pretty good pretty it is pretty good. <laughs> okay. It's from Curb Your Enthusiasm in oh. case you're like, why did she just say that? <laughs> All right, right. I need to watch that now as well to fucking... Yeah, well, that's on available on Now TV anyway as well. Oh, grand. Even with the words you're oyster now. I know. This is terrible, like, but I suppose sure luck. Sure, what else? Winter's what coming. The, the dark evenings. <laughs> um. So... A bit of trivia. Now, this is really weird. Mm. What I'm going to say. Right. So, like, this is like a dirty word since what we went through in 2020. Did you ever hear the dancing pandemic of 1518? No. The dancing pandemic. Yeah. Did you ever hear of it, Darren? So, basically, it occurred in Strasbourg. And... People just danced for days and days, causing unconsciousness and death. So there's like all these like really old pictures depicting what had happened. That's horrific. So like you can like, I mean, it is an absolute rabbit hole, but I don't even know how I came across this like, but. And there was no rhyme or reason as to why they were dancing. Oh, sorry. Wait, wait, me here. (laughs) So I've been reading up, there's like different kind of notions on it. So. There's this, it's kind of from a, f- a fungus called ergotamine. Ergotamine. Mm-hmm. So remember the Salem witch trials? I don't know, did you ever watch any documentaries on that? No. So it's like this fungus that occurs on rye, mm-hmm. but it's basically related to like kind of... Hallucinogenic or something? Yeah. So it's like the same kind of family where Shrooms. LSD is formed. Oh. No, not shrooms. No, sorry, I don't, different... I don't know the difference. <laughs> so it's like this, this fungus. It's like from the same family that like created LSD. Right. But this, that's what they were saying in the Salem witch trials. That's what caused like the dogs and like people to go mad mm. because they were ingesting this from the rye. So they think that's something similar happened. Just sent them do lally. Sent them do lally. They were raving, dancing, jiving, apparently. <laughs> My God, it's like that episode of It's Always Sunny when they have to dance for like oh 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like leaning each other. Yeah. But yeah, there's so much like treatment. And there's this guy, he'd like wrote a whole book on it. And it's very, very interesting. The dancing pandemic of 1518 oh, occurred in Strasbourg. Wow. And there's been other incidences around the world. So, yeah, 
when right. I seen then it was like the same people were putting it down to that fungus that caused the whole Salem witch trials. Just mm. thought it was interesting. Wow. And speaking of Salem witch trials, mm. we're planning to do a Halloween special. Yes. Aren't we, Marie? Yes, we are. <laughs> so, yeah, if you have any stranger, wonderful stories. Oh, yes, do share us. And if you've got any kind of like local ghost yeah. stories or We have a few like folklore stories and yeah. ghost stories. Mm-hmm. So, yes, yeah, and the men either privately mm-hmm. or to the podcast page. Yeah. Yeah. Even if there's any like, you know, movies that you love or recommend around Halloween, you know, submit them to us yeah. um, so that we can have a really good bumper Halloween episode. Spooky. We can't wait. Real spooky. Oh yeah, so that's that's all the crack. That's all the crack. So thanks for listening this week. And you can see the show no- notes that Marie so diligently does up. And yes. it has all the references for anything we spoke about. <laughs> and just if you're following the podcast, just share it with friends or family. And we'll chat to you next week. Okay, bye. Bye-bye.